0: And hello, everybody. Every. Shit, my
1: fault. <laughs> Take
0: two. And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello. And welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And we have our correspondent from the streets. I don't know if... Yeah. From the streets. I don't know how
1: from the streets I am. <laughs> <laughs> This is Kevin Duplin, a.k.a. Uh, Black Kevin, a.k.a. Dark Kent.
0: Boom. Oh.
1: And how is everybody doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, happy Kwanzaa.
0: Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. All those holidays that we missed. Um, Kevin was actually in Paris for the remaining of last year, and how was your time in uh, the City of Lights? Is that the name of Paris? Yeah, yeah. the City of Lights City of or Lights. the City of Love. Yeah. Uh,
2: it was amazing. Um, I actually got to see a lot of um, like film schools that were out there. Um, I went to a lot of places where they shot a lot of big uh, films, uh, movies directed by Woody Allen. Um, I went to like the bridge where they shot Inception. A um, lot of cool scenic places. I will say it is definitely the most photogenic city I've ever seen. Mm. Like You can take a picture of anything and it looks beautiful. And You can take a picture of a little piece of, you know, broken concrete on the sidewalk and it's just like a piece <laughs> of art. Um, and it was cool because, you know, you, you're walking down some of these streets and you can see the history. You could see like, wow, you, could, you know, World War One was right here. You know you still see the cracks and you stuff? you still see the cracks you could still see battle scars you could still see, so it was you know it it's something where it's so much bigger than you, you just get engulfed in it and when you're there it's 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 breathtaking it was a very fun trip um I do have to say all these uh stereotypes of uh Parisians being like really like what? snobbish do what you say parisians that's the thing, yeah,
1: yeah man <laughs> all right.
0: Culture. <laughs> Hashtag
2: culture. Being like really rude and nasty to like American tourists. I really did not see a lot of it. Uh another cool thing, we act I actually bumped into one of our friends from school at a yeah. time. Um which was Shout out like, to Adam. Yeah, which was like really unexpected because we had just walked out of the Louvre and we were hanging out in the uh visitor center and he just like walked right past me. And I was just like, oh uh, what's <laughs> happening right now? We <laughs> were like, "Oh shit!" And so it was really cool. It was really cool to bump into someone uh, oh, on the other face. side of, uh, on the other side of the world like that unexpectedly. The odds of that? Yeah. That's crazy. Um,
0: I knew that you both were in Paris, but I was like, "There's no possible way
2: that you two can po- like can see each other." And and, not, none of, and nothing was possible. planned. We didn't communicate when we were there because the place where I was staying at had really slow Wi-Fi. His hotel had really slow Wi Fi, so we you know, we wanted to chat and try to meet up and we just cut it and then we bumped into each other. It really was, Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Um this is exciting because this is our first video episode. Yeah. Um so
0: of the year. Of the year. I don't got no camera so on. So not
2: me. only will you be able to hear <laughs> our mistakes, you'll be able to see our mistakes.
0: Yes. Exactly. So, uh, Black Kevin or Dark Kent, <laughs> if you like to be called. So, what's your um, what's your thing, man? Let everybody know. What's your shit? Talk your
1: shit. Oh, man. Uh, I got so much going on. Uh, I started my own company called Third Real Productions. We do wedding and events and things like that. Otherwise, I've been hanging out with uh, our man behind the camera here, Jonathan Delgado, uh, doing little projects and things like that for Rocked Entertainment, Ronin Wrestling... Uh just a bunch of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Staying busy. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact,
0: um we need to calibrate this conversation. I know we don't do that a lot, but uh give us your, your favorite cuss word and your least favorite cuss word, just so we can know where what you know where's our uh where where we at.
1: Okay. Uh, I think my favorite cuss word that you know, I think is everybody's favorite cuss word is fuck, of course. Okay. And then the least favorite is I would say it's cunt. It just sounds so mad. I
0: understand how Cunt is a least favorite cuss word. I don't know. It you know just sounds. I, mean, it, it, it I hits didn't me find like out thunder. about that word until I was like twenty two years old. Oh, I yeah. did find yeah. out about that word because that's when I started like hanging out with uh, white people.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, that's, say it when, a lot.
0: that's that's uh, that says a lot because you know you know not a lot of people says say that in the black community or oh, the Hispanic community. You know they don't say well, a lot. Because you know
1: with us it's like the line is bitch. If you pass bitches, you're done. Yeah,
0: it depends. But bitch. It depends on how you said. He's like, "What up, bitch?" Yeah, okay. no, even I, that this- sounds bad. <laughs> 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 yes, but yeah, man. Um, okay, so I guess uh, we, it's basically a free fall. We can basically say whatever we want to say. Yep. Yeah. So let's continue with our episode, and uh, our first topic is going to be the Golden Gloves. Ooh, the that Golden just, Gloves. Yeah, that just took place. Um, when you guys are looking at this, we're going to say it took place last week in January. Because, uh, yeah, it took place in January. And um, what are your thoughts on the Golden Globes? I'm just going to say that I didn't watch it because I didn't know that it were on. Mm. As a person who who's uh, who's in the film industry and stuff like that, I know I'm supposed to be taking shots shame. Like, oh, for shame, shame. But I don't feel no shame at all because
1: shame.
0: I've never been the guy who uh, who worries about awards. That doesn't mean I have never received an award. I have received a plethora of re- awards.
1: Ow, Stalin!
0: But award. I'm not stunned on nobody. I'm just saying that Golden Globes are Golden Globes. But what this year is some special, right? So,
2: what was it about this Golden Globes that you guys like or dislike? Well, normally for the normally I really don't care about the Golden Globes because I feel like it's always been a popularity contest. They don't really. Award art or it's like friends, performance right? or talent—it's just shit. more like, uh, oh well, Johnny Depp happens to be here, so let's give the tourist uh, a nod when it was like one of the worst films ever made. Um, did they do that, yeah, they did that uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> so Golden Globes, I never really paid attention to, but this year I actually did want to watch it specifically because the Me Too of what's going on. Yes, this is technically the first. Hollywood Award show after this whole, you know, mm-hmm. situation that's been going on. So I, I was curious to see, all right, well, you know, what are the jokes going to be about? What are I the heard speeches that there wasn't a lot
0: of uh, it was a it was a melancholy, somber mood the whole time. Like there really wasn't any jokes. There was jokes that was geared towards like uh, I know that what's
2: the guy Seth.
1: Seth, Seth Myers.
0: Myers. Seth Myers. I know he opened up with a joke. His shit was uh, funny. I saw that. I saw those clips. Yeah, was really I was actually really impressed.
2: I thought he wasn't going to be um, that great of a host, but mm-hmm. I was impressed, dude. It was it was weekend update. That's all it was. It was it was typically him doing a weekend update. But um, I, I I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get a, a melancholic feeling um, from the award show itself at all. I got more of like like yo there needs to be change mm-hmm. fuck it let's do it now Th- this is this is our way of doing it let's do it on 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 tv now that the whole world is watching let's get into it you know you're on camera so when you do <laughs> they see you now he's actually he's he's waving for a beer that's what he's doing <laughs> Which is actually pretty he's shocking because he's not really a beer guy. <laughs> I don't drink he's beer. He's not a beer but, guy at all. So
1: I'm
0: actually kind
2: of shocked that he wants a Corona.
1: For,
0: it's the stress of video. For yo. the people who don't follow me on the mm-hmm. gram or any of my social media. Um, for the month of January, me and Kevin, we are, we're going vegetarian. His purposes are going for vegetarian are more, uh, let's say, supermanic. He's more Superman. For his reasons, he's like, oh, I want to do it, you know, just to better myself. Me, I'm doing it just so I can uh,
1: shut people up. Yeah,
0: I want to do it to shut people up, you know, for the vegetarians and the vegans. I'm not going to go as far as vegan, but I'm doing it just because the reason is, is because I want to Deliberate. have fuel for when I have a conversation with uh, <laughs> when I have a conversation with uh, vegetarians and vegans. I can be like, "Yo, I tried what you did for a month and um, it ain't that hard. I can do that. And I could do this. You know, you gotta know thy enemy, and thy enemy knows you. And my enemy knows me because they've been eating humans. Not humans. My bad. Whoa, whoa. Wow. Wow.
1: Not saying that I've eaten whoa. humans before or anything whoa, like that. Whoa, that took a turn.
0: <laughs> this
2: life lesson and this episode was brought to you by Corona. <laughs>
1: this is my second one, man. Corona does not make you eat people. This is my second <laughs> one. But
0: yeah, yeah. But that's what's going on in uh in my world. And so you guys can follow me on uh Instagram, swagger down pat and you can see what my my journey of self discovery But how do you feel though?
2: it's hey, to now be honest, what day 10? Good. It's day 10.
0: Yeah. Day 10. I'm feeling pretty good to be honest with you, but I always feel good, so I'm oh, not going to I'm oh, going to blame <laughs> the vegetarianism I'm not going to I'm not going to blame the vegetarianism, but back to the topic at hand.
2: <laughs> how would you feel about the golden Globes?
1: Yeah. I I liked it. Um not going to lie, I didn't watch all of it. I kind of watched up until Sterling K. Brown won. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to watch WWE <laughs> or whatever was on. It was on a Monday? No, no. Was it? No, no. no, I, no I, Sunday. Was no, Sunday. sorry. I, I was always- watching it,
2: WWE Network. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, damn. So I did have a chance to watch it, but I didn't.
2: But I thought, I thought, I mean, it was really good. I thought it was very inspirational. I, I'm glad that, you know. All these women decided, you know, to take advantage, get aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only was Oprah's speech probably one of the greatest speeches from someone Um in the past couple years. Uh I loved the little jab from Natalie Portman. The uh, little ad lib. The all male. Yeah. Did you did you like it? Did you really like that uh that little jab that she oh,
1: gave? Oh, I from? loved it. <laughs> because I thought it was awesome. I,
2: I loved it because I am shocked. You saw Lady Lady Bird. I saw Lady Bird, and I was 100% sure that she's going to be nominated for Best Director. It really is one of Here's, the best movies I've seen. You know what's funny year. about that movie, Lady Birds? I'm going to say
0: something right quick, man.
1: Ooh, the heat is coming. The man. movie,
0: Lady Birds, right? The only people who've been complaining about it are people who've never seen it before and i've been on the forums and everything like that and people are like oh, lady birds wasn't that good of a movie and then as you read down their fucking thread you see that oh, i've never saw the movie before so how can you judge it so i can't judge it because i haven't seen it mm-hmm. but from what people have told me they said that man it was a good movie it should have it should have won uh it should have been nominated if it didn't win it should have been nominated but for people to say that wonder woman should have been nominated i'm Patty. i'm thinking to myself Let's chill on it, okay? Because you guys are going over over the top because as a um you know, as a person who likes these uh um uh, these superhero movies and things, Wonder Woman was not the best superhero movie. Right. What like it's just that it had a lot of uh it had a lot of fire to it, you know, it had a lot of backing to it. There's a lot of hands that are supporting it. Mm. That's why I'm like, okay, this movie is it's a big deal. But as if it didn't have that kind of stuff, and if I was to put it in the runnings of any other, like, Marvel superhero movie, uh, I mean, I would have to put, it's in the top five, but it's not the best.
1: Well, you know, I, for me, I don't think maybe the Wonder Woman movie, per se, should have been nominated for anything, but I think Patty Jenkins is a director for that movie. She did really, really well, mm-hmm. um, and maybe she should have gotten the nomination for that, just not.
0: Patty Jenkins, does she also direct Punisher? No, the the bloody the bloody one.
2: I don't
1: think so.
0: Okay,
2: scratch that. Forget about whatever. No, she. No, (laughs) she. I mean, before this, she did like small independent films. This was like her big.
0: Oh, Oh, I mean, if that's
2: the case, well, I mean, but I I mean, I agree that okay, yes, it would have been over the top, and you know, it. Wonder Woman was an enjoyable film. I'm not. I wouldn't put it as best director because. No, How many once? times have you watched it? Uh, no, just once. Mm-hmm. Just once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, like, there was, like angry black women like like, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like there was a reason why you know Nolan got the the nod, you know, because his directing in the in Dunkirk was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think uh, Greta. Definitely should have gotten the nomination. Um, I think
0: who would you have re- uh, removed from
2: the nomination that got nominated for, for uh, best picture? Well, who who was Ridley Scott? Uh, what was he nominated for? He was in the best director category, but what movie did he?
1: Did he do three billboards? No, no. Was him? No, 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 no
2: that no. definitely was not Ridley Scott. Yeah, either. that's not his speed. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, didn't sound like him. <laughs> Cuz I was thinking to myself I'm like, "Nah, that couldn't have been Oh, really. for I, it was probably for um all the money in the world which I haven't yeah. seen yet. So yes. I yeah. can't really yeah. say anything.
0: You know what? I would nominate <laughs> him just based off of the fact that he had to do reshoots in like 2 weeks. But that's that's me more being like that's
2: some dope ass shit. Mm. Yeah. But getting back to uh Oprah's speech. Mm. How do you guys feel about this whole Oprah 2020 talk? Oh, no, man. She doesn't. She has no qualifications. We we already have. Well, oh, are we going right to go here. there?
0: <laughs> no. Well, no, because we already have somebody right now who's not who's not qualified for the position. And now we're going to hire somebody else who's not qualified for the position just because. You know, I can't. Here's the thing. I'm not going to vote for somebody just because I like. Them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, I, hey, I can be like if you have like. If on paper, if your resume looks fucking solid. But I don't like you. Most likely, I'm gonna vote for you because I'm like, yeah, I mean, resume looks solid. I may not like him, but uh, I don't gotta see him every day. I don't gotta see her every day. You know what I mean? Right. They're gonna be running the country. I can't fucking do it because, yo, I'm you got me. things to do. You know, I'm, I'm me, man. You gotta sit in the back and drink a Corona. <laughs> I you know? can't fucking run. Yo, if I was to run the country, we would be in war with aliens, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that everybody's not talking about. That's the first thing. I'm like, put all our guns. Towards the sky Because they're coming And we're fighting back I've seen too many Fucking movies To just Sit back And just watch them Destroy us We're attacking Everything that falls Out of the goddamn sky That's what That's my That's where I'm laying at you
1: impeach week two <laughs> <laughs> Week two is gone
2: Well Oprah made her speech mm-hmm. Um You guys all saw it. The whole world all saw it. You guys have seen it somewhere posted on social media. Mm -hmm. But can we, like, right here where my hand is, (laughs) can we, like, post the reaction of each director's face (laughs) of uh, (laughs) Natalie Portman's little uh, jab when she said the all-male category nomination? The best, yo. We'll do uh, Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) Here he is. All the hurts. We'll do uh, who was next after that. It was uh, Ridley Scott. Christopher Nolan and oh, the other guy, the other gentleman's name who directed three billboards. I forgot, but it but was, here's the thing. it was like, it was kind of like the, you know, like the see no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. It was like, yo, but here's the like, thing,
0: man. Three billboards may have been directed <laughs> by a man, but to me, it was a female it was movie. A female, dude. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a good, like strong lead. It was a female lead. And I thought that movie was awesome. I saw the Disaster Artist. By the way, that's a good movie too. That's a good movie too. Funny but, enough. uh yeah.
2: And speaking of this, what last night? Mm. Um, we just found out James Franco is now accused for sexual harassment. Really? Yep. Oops, they, they, waited. they waited. They waited for him to man. win. <laughs> Did he really? They waited for him to win, and then all okay. oh, right, now we're gonna they dropped the bomb. We're gonna, we're gonna put him on the spot. What kind of sex, is it like? TJ Miller sexual harassment? Not to Wait, that extent, on but it's like, his but it's like sexual actresses. harassment
0: is like, oh, yo, dude, it's bad. It's is really it, it's like it's, it's worse the, than Louis C.K. Yeah, no, you see, <laughs> Louis C.K.'s what you call it. His sexual harassment is like he asked, but the uh, T.J. Miller is more like rape. Yeah, it's oh, like Jesus. what the fuck, man. What the fuck? But even though all of them are what the fucks, but this one is like, yo, are you fucking? And like, if he was my friend, I'd been like. Are you fucking kidding me? I said, I'm calling the cops right
2: fucking now because what you're doing is over the fucking top.
1: Is he getting recast from
2: Deadpool? He's not. Because they had already completed the film and you know they're not going to pull a whole uh, what they did with Kevin Spacey and all the money in the world. How's Kevin Spacey doing right now?
1: Dude, I don't know if you guys have looked at Netflix lately, but if you go see the thumbnail for House of Cards, it's like all scratched out and blurred out. Really? Yeah, you know where it used to be his picture from yeah. standing in the White House, all scratched out, blurred out.
2: They're getting rid of him. So they just get rid of him from history. Yep. Well, so James Franco ended up winning Best Actor of a Comedy or Musical, mm-hmm. but now he's he's in hot water. He was on Colbert last night, and uh, Colbert like put him on the spot and was just like, it was like just straight up, just all right. I'm just gonna we're gonna talk about sexual harassment and you and your allegations. Did he, was, his,
0: did he have his? Did he have Jane Franco smile on his face while he, nah, he the was
2: No, he was serious, but you could see that he was nervous and he was awkward because it's not like just regular people that are accusing him. It's like Hollywood actresses, really, like people who Damn. already have money. Like they're not trying to go for some financial gain. Like no, they're. See, I
0: should, I, I see. I know. didn't watch the the Golden Globes when he got up mm-hmm. and received his uh, award.
2: Did they clap for him? They clapped Oh you didn't see when he came, He brought Tommy Musso up Yeah he brought I saw the, that part And he, he like that. shoved That was fucking It's my moment Tommy <laughs> <laughs> That
0: fucking high. That was I, I thought it was kind of fucked up Because Watching the movie You know That dude wanted to be On that fucking stage mm-hmm. He thought that movie Was gonna break he was, he was gonna He was gonna get like Golden Globes Or an Oscar Kind yeah. of shit But he didn't You know But um Damn James Franco man Nobody's safe out here yo If you've done something in the past and you're in Hollywood, you're getting caught. Not even in Hollywood, because remember you were saying that that shit's going to spill over to other things, man. It's going to...
2: Music industry full of them. Uh, That's the thing. Music industry, I think, is even worse. I think we've only scratched the surface of what's really going on out Mm -hmm. there. And when they get deeper I mean... African Bambada. (laughs) Yikes. Russell yeah, Simmons, oh. yeah, it's oh, like man. it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get a lot worse. Oh, the music yeah, Russell- industry is getting it from all sides. though, oh, yeah, guys, man.
1: girls, everybody's getting it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous, man. But um, you see, and uh, the reaction to the people when uh, Natalie Portman said that uh to all the male uh, the nominees, nominees yeah. right? I think that's gonna be the title of this uh, podcast. But uh, I only saw Guillermo de Toro's on. And his reaction basically made me laugh that I couldn't even watch everything else because his reaction was like it was, because he was like he was looking around like Ugh. didn't he look at the camera like oh boy <laughs> like like basically like all they needed to do just put a what you call it a suspect on the bottom of his fucking name Guillermo del Toro suspect for doing some some foul shit and he like uh.
2: It was like a villain from Dick Tracy or yeah. something like a, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I felt bad for, her, but yeah, I didn't see everybody else's reaction. How was their reaction? There were they at reaction? Dude, it was just
2: like imagine five kids in your classroom, and they stole something from the teacher, <laughs> mm. and the teacher just like put them on the spot. Like it, it was so childish. Like they looked like kids that, that got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. Like. <laughs>
1: Ron Howard looked like Mike Myers when Kanye West said George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> it was just mad awkward. Just <laughs> yo, but um
0: Guillermo del Toro's speech about the monsters thing, I I thought it was going to have like a, a tone of like the whole thing about what's happening in Hollywood, you know, with the uh, the Me Too movement. He mm-hmm. says, you know, he says I always been with monsters and I'm like, "Oh boy. Where's say how's he going to dig himself out of this?" Cuz you know, they are already thinking that, you know, people in Hollywood are monsters. But it was uh, it was basically what. That's the reason why I like Guillermo del Toro because his whole thing about the whole monster stuff. And I remember when uh, he did um, he did an interview and uh, he told a story about when he was a little kid. He used to he used to be scared of like the dark when his when his mom mm-hmm. used to shut off the lights and he said that the carpet he said they used to look like uh, fingers like sticking out like this and he was so fucking terrified and then he finally. Uh, He's, he's, he said in the, in the night Said something along the lines of He says if, if, you, if you guys leave me alone I'll be your friends forever And then when He said that with his eyes closed And when he opened his eyes Everything was like normal He didn't have this imaginations Of uh, the carpets Being like fingernails And like the shadows Doing the other shit And then he said Ever since then He wanted to be like You know a director Or some shit To me it sounded like Oh shit he sold his soul To the devil but I think he won in this fucking
2: deal you know what I mean <laughs> have you guys seen The Shape of Water no, no I haven't seen it oh it's really good is it it's a great no it's a, it's, a, it's honestly a beautiful do you beautiful, think it really deserves the for th- best, best, best picture? um I definitely would have either given it to Greta for Lady Bird or the gentleman who directed three billboards I think it, it, it should have been between uh, them but Guillermo del Toro I mean this was a beautiful love story and it's dark and it's romantic at the same time. Like, mm. it's really cool. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a very gothic feel to it.
1: Oh, I got to go see it.
2: That sounds so um, good. All right. Now that we're done with that, I mean, yeah. we had to talk about it because that's, like, the number one topic right now. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, uh, from time to time, we always do, like, these top uh, lists, top picks. So far, we've done what? Um Top sports films. Yeah. We've done uh, top action films. We've done top comic book films. I think we did high school movies.
0: High school movies. We did that. Um, I think that was actually uh, our first one. Yeah. We did high school movies. Um,
2: for this episode, we're going to do our top heist films. Yeah. All right. This is a, a specific type of film that requires, I think, a specific type of audience. Not everyone likes heist films, uh, they think that they're all the same, which. I think uh, for the most part there has been a really good variety of them but just no one really knows about them or no one really talks about them which is why we're going to discuss it. Um, Kevin, what's your top uh, heist film?
1: Uh, I think my number one heist film would probably have to be Inception because oh. that, that movie was just so twisted and convoluted but beautiful and the storytelling and the acting was amazing. I think that yeah, that's my number one.
2: I would have... Inception was going to be my number one until you picked it until I found out <laughs> you picked it. Um, but inception, yeah, definitely I, I just love the fact that it's like a reverse heist film they're not stealing. they're actually trying to put in. Um, and it what was cool, I think, was the fact that each of the each of the characters minus Ellen Page was like an uh, like a reiteration of James Bond. Like they all had the well, yeah. like the nice looking suits. Well, yeah, I think they were all Ellen very Page. sophisticated. Ellen
0: Page was supposed to be the what's that? The neutral character. Like we we're supposed to relate to her. Yeah, yeah. Cause the audience, she, yeah. Because we don't know, we don't know what the fuck they're doing. Everybody else is professionals. She's not so we're supposed to relate to her kind of thing. I just don't want people to be like, "Well,
1: why is that you know, I don't
0: want people to bitch about like Ellen Page not being I don't want people to bring up old shit like, "Why why would they do that to her?" cuz she's supposed to be she's the Marty
1: McFly in the whole fucking situ- situation. She's the one that's supposed to ask the questions that yeah. we're asking.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. So she answers those questions and uh she she asks those questions and um yeah. I don't even know why they got her in the movie. I, I don't remember why they.
2: She was the she architect. Was yeah. She was the architect. She built she you know, the dream world. She, she built the dream world. Last
0: movie I saw her in uh, was Juneau. like two weeks ago. and No, no, like a week ago. And I saw her in Flatliner. And uh, that movie was bad. But then I went to go watch the first one. And the first one was bad, too.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> Flatliners, Flatliners. Yeah,
0: so the, the remake was a lot better than the fucking, uh, the first one. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot better than the first one. Even though the the, the first one had, like, an all-star cast, this one, uh, there was only two people who I knew, and that was <laughs> Ellen Page, and, uh, I forgot the, that black girl, I forgot her name, but she in there, though. That one, yeah. Yeah, she in
1: there. <laughs> she in that, she's in everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, she in there. I forgot her name, but, uh.
2: Yeah I forgot her name
1: Yeah yeah, I forgot her
2: Um, (laughs) My pick for top highest film would be Definitely hands down Heat Mm. Directed by Michael Mann And written by Michael Mann Um, Mm. This not only had an ensemble cast But um, had one of the greatest Two shots Or over the shoulder shots In film history between Robert De Niro and Al Pacino Yeah, One of the best dialogue um, Between uh, Protagonist and antagonist Mm -hmm. Um, in film history. And I thought it was very poetic um, to see Michael Mann, basically what he does throughout the film is he shows, you see the lifestyle of the villain, you see that lifestyle of the hero. And when you're watching it, you're like, I would rather be with the villains. Yeah, Like there's a scene where they're having a, a really nice dinner between their families at a restaurant. And then they cut to Al Pacino and his buds having dinner and like they're having a miserable time he gets in a fight with his wife you see the cops are not happy but you look at the villains and they're actually living the life that we want to live um so it was like this really nice mirror uh reflection of each other um and then you 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 see robert de niro falling in love meanwhile al pacino his his uh wife is cheating on him and he's got natalie portman who's like the suicidal uh stepdaughter and this contrast between them was really cool. Meanwhile, like they're setting up for like one of the coolest high scenes, uh, not high scenes, but not just high scenes, but like chase scenes and yeah. uh, police, you know, <clears throat> takedown scenes ever. Um, and in a way, Robert De Niro, even though he gets caught at the end, he still kind of wins when he tells Al Pacino, "Like I told you, I wasn't going back to prison." And he dies, which you know oh, he was kind of right. Spoilers. <laughs>
0: Yeah man that uh that that uh that scene that you're talking about when they both uh I think uh, what you call it uh Al Pacino pulls over Robert uh, De Niro and Robert I thought I thought it was going to be like some shit's going to pop off cuz you know Robert De Niro has his gun fucking ready yeah. and Al Pacino just pulls over he says hey you want to go get some coffee dog that shit took me by surprise when I first saw that movie cuz it was like you got the guy this is the guy who you've been fucking trying to get right now and then they just have this conversation But this, con- you know, it was like If you were at that table The emotions would be so fucking thick You'll drown in it, dude <laughs> You'll fucking drown in it Because it was like, yo Are we really doing this shit right here? It's like, it's um, I don't, I, I can't see any other Like there's no other scene That is just that more powerful Out of every scene, every What do you say, two shot scene That has to be like my number one that I always go back to because I saw on uh, YouTube there was somebody who actually drew Batman and Joker, but it was just that, that dialogue. And I was like, yo, that shit works with any fucking protagonist and antagonist. If you just put both of them in that fucking room and you just do that shit, it is beautifully written, that that whole fucking dialogue. But it was like, I'm going to catch you, but the guy was like, oh, You're not. It was like it was. It was basically them both saying, "I'm gonna catch you." No, you're not. I'm gonna catch you. No, you're not. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna. It It was like, "What the fuck is happening right here?" It was the playoffs, and the the what you call the 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 end heist was uh, the Super Bowl, and I enjoyed every minute of that shit.
1: (laughs) I hope everybody heard that. That was me. Spiked it. (laughs) That's
0: that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Pat? top heist? Oh, my type height, my.
0: My top heist movie is going to be um, Rock and Roller from uh, Robert Dump. No. from Robert
2: Downey Jr. <laughs> wow.
0: Guy Ritchie. For Guy Ritchie. Put it down. My bad. <laughs> Put it down. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, the reason why I like this movie so much is pretty much. Give me a second. I'm trying to go to my notes right here if I can find it. I like it because of all the robbery scenes, they're all... Uh, they all had like jokes in it. Like the first time when they uh robbed the accountants, they were just they were just leaning against the wall and then you see the accountants go to the car and they, they say, "Hey, what's going on?" and the guy says, "Hey, what's going on?" I says, "You could just leave the bag in the in the car." I says, "What?" Says, "Are you robbing us?" Says, "Yeah, we're robbing you. Leave the bag in the car." And then they end up getting in the car, but they don't know how to start the car. So you see that the, the guys who were being robbed are saying like, "You have to jiggle it a little bit. You have to do that other shit." All right, now fuck off! Like, <laughs> they, they start the car, then they tell the guy to the back off. But then, the second robbery was like the best because now um, the guys who were being robbed end up getting like some fucking mercenaries who are like killers, who are trained killers and shit like that. And I believe that that chase scene was uh, was pretty fucking good because not only that, it was a car chase scene but then it went to a foot race and that foot race was uh, pretty fucking awesome because it it was like uh he was being chased by one person and then that one person ended up being tired then he got chased by a person who was more in shape than that one person. It, you guys got to watch it. The movie itself plays off like a I mean like a regu- like a regular Guy Ritchie movie with the edits and everything like that, but Guy Ritchie does the same thing that um uh Edgar Wright does? No, not Edgar Wright. What's the dude who did uh, Scott Pilgrim?
2: Edgar Wright.
0: Yeah, right. I was right. I was right by Edgar Wright, but it was uh, my bad. I'm 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 basically drinking on an empty stomach right now, so I'm feeling pretty lovely right now, everybody. But <laughs> so what he does is like his edits are part of the story, and Guy Ritchie does the same thing, like. He conveys an emotion every time when he edits a certain shot. And you can see, like, the person is fucking angry or he's tired with every, like, close-up. Or, yo, you can tell that he rigs up his his uh, his actors with, like, certain cameras. Or every, everything that's, uh, like, oh, shit. Oh, they got this Phantom camera. He would try that shit out in his fucking film. Now, mind you, do not put in uh, Guy Ritchie. I'm a fan of Guy Ritchie, by the way. Do not put the King Arthur movie in his uh his greatest Repetoire. shit because uh that movie was trash. I I don't like it. He should have did a he should have done a Rob, uh, uh, Robin Hood movie. That's what he should have <coughs> done. He shouldn't have done no uh King Arthur because King Arthur is too grand of a scale. Mm. He should have dialed it back, done a Robin Hood, something like okay, Robin Hood's in the town kind of shit cuz for the most part, Guy Ritchie works well when it comes down to just like, okay, I'm in a city dealing with these people in this situation and they need money. Like really zoomed, like yeah, toned into something. Not when right. they doing like grand scale, okay, yeah, yeah. I have an army right. and these army people are going against these people. It's like, you no, know, it's too big for you. Guy Ritchie is way too big for you. You need to just dial it in, keep it to like a certain town and shit like that. Because what he does well with, uh, with rock and roll is the individuals in the movie. Even the villains, you, you care for them. Even the dude who always call everybody a fucking immigrant, you kind of care for him when he's uh, going through the fucking situation, when he's, uh, spoiler alert, when he's about to be killed and stuff like that. And the, and the nicknames. The nicknames that are in the fucking movie, like the guy's name, 1-2, I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like, dude, I've never thought about naming somebody 1-2, like a nickname. 1-2? God damn, that's fucking brilliant and uh, that's why it's my favorite uh, heist movie it's a fun movie to watch all Guy Ritchie movie are basically heist movies except for King Arthur and that movie that he came out with uh, Madonna no. now you know what that, that movie was it, you know what it, it was a heist movie because that shit stole my time <laughs> I watched that shit. That shit stole, stole my, my time, time
2: and it stole my money. Most importantly, yeah, it stole my which fucking is what time. The heist yeah, that shit. Yeah,
0: that fun. shit was a fucking heist movie.
2: <laughs> Any honorable mentions?
0: Uh, my honorable mention is going to be uh, Hell or High Water. That movie was wow. good. It also has another one of those two two shot scene. And I have to admit, I have to admit. Uh, what's this guy's name? Jeff Bridges. Dude, he plays a country guy to like, like, to a fucking t. Every movie that I see him playing as a country person or something like that, mm-hmm. he always has these little like these little anecdotes, like these little motions and shit like that. Like he put his like when he uh, he sat down, and he crossed his leg, he put his fucking hat on his shoe, and I was like that's some country shit, man. (laughs) That's some country-ass shit. Like, he was just resting his hat on his shoe. I'm like, that's some country-ass shit. I've never fucking seen that shit before. And then I was watching... um, Did you try it? Did you try it with your skull? I've never done it because I I don't think I can pull it off. Pat's never done it because he doesn't take his hat off. I might try, though. I might try, like, just hanging out with somebody and just be like, yeah, you know, just put my... like, cross my leg and just put my fucking shoe on my hat or put my fucking hat on my shoe just like, yeah, chill. But then, you see, if I do that, it looks like I'm forcing it It's being forced But the way he does it Is smooth as fuck And then I was watching That, that, that movie Kingsman And oh. uh, he was in the movie And the movie was ugh, At best ugh, Don't watch it Unless you're gonna watch it for free Like I did on Plex But He did something that I've never seen Somebody do before But I could see some fucking Country motherfucker Doing some shit like this Like uh, he had some like uh, Some whiskey on the table and he opened up the bottle, he poured it into a cup, then he put it down, and then what he does, he rubbed the the top of the rim of uh, the whiskey, and then he put it underneath his fucking like uh his uh his uh mustache so he could smell it. And I was like, yo, that's some country shit, dude. That is like it's like how a sommelier would, will like swiggle like swiggle. That's not even a fucking word. <laughs> he, would, he would swirl a fucking uh Glass of wine Just to see The legs on it Like I can see A country motherfucker Doing some shit like that So he Yo If I'm ever gonna do A country movie He's gotta be like A hero or a villain Because He He plays country To To a point that uh, I've never seen it before And that dialogue That they have in the movie Is pretty fucking good With the whole thing about uh He says Oh um, He says yo I have a house in town And um If you wanna continue This conversation We can do that Uh, In town But there is no conversation That's going to be taking place These motherfuckers Are about to have a shootout Yeah Because Both of them killed Like their best friend Or their brother Kind of shit
2: I think Hell or High Water Was definitely a good Heist film But it was also A really good uh, Modern day western That's what I felt It felt like A really like Sheriff Mm -hmm. And robber Type
0: And mind you Our list Even our uh, Notable Honorable mentions are not going to talk about um, Fast and the Furious because that movie is straight up trash. All of them. Even the first ones. And I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. Why? (laughs) Because I'm sick and tired of movies force-feeding me that these people who, uh, who are not related are basically family. The
1: family.
0: Yeah, that kind of shit. I'm fucking sick and tired of that shit. But they do that a lot in the Fast and the Furious movies. Why? Because they have to tell us that their family. Okay, so they're not going to double cross each other kind of shit. But hella high water, even if those dudes were not brothers, I felt that they were brothers. Jeff Bridges and his partner. I felt that they were more brothers than anybody in the whole fucking cast of uh, Fast and and the Furious. (laughs) I mean, even now, I mean, look at Tyrese. I just want my
2: baby, right? I want my baby.
1: <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I they're not. To me.
2: And that's that's my honorable mention. What about you? Uh, <laughs> my honorable mention would be um, it's another uh, Robert De Niro film. Hmm. I, I feel like Robert De Niro is just made for heist movies, crime movies, or heist films. I wonder why um, has he, why hasn't he been in like Ocean's Eleven?
1: Because he's way above that.
2: Yeah. Probably. So. Way above that. Um, uh, but my film is uh oh. The Score, starring Robert De Niro nice. Um and Edward Norton, directed by Frank Oz. Frank Oz, the guy that mm. did uh, Yoda directed that movie. Mm-hmm. Um really? Yeah. He was the one that, that directed the film. Um I know the movie had a lot of production um issues, especially um coming from Marlon Brando. That was his last movie before he died. Um but I still think that uh, Robert De Niro really got to show everyone how badass he is when he, you know, the a whole twist at the end where Edward Norton thought that he could just backstab him and then steal the scepter when really all he stole was just a metal pipe. Um, well, that's Robert De Niro's movie. Dude, you know who
0: I'm who I'm picturing in that scene? Uh, have you guys ever seen that movie with uh, Will Smith and Enemy of the State? Gene mm-hmm. Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Would Gene Hackman in that movie? Nope. He wasn't? What are you Shit. talking about, Pat? What movie did I fucking see what then? What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Either way <laughs> It was a good film, man. Wow. It's a, okay. <laughs> it's definitely my honorable mention. Wow. I gotta
0: see what Gene Hackman Heist. Gene Hackman was in a heist movie, right? Continue. Kevin, what's your what's
1: honorable mention? Um well, well first, what what would define a heist movie? Because like I, I feel like some of my favorites would be like um uh, Reservoir Dogs, or uh, Reservoir Dogs. So that's
2: definitely a heist, a heist movie. Yeah, oh, it's a one? heist gone wrong.
1: Right, and then what was the other one? Oh, latest one by um, Tarantino, the Crazy, the Hateful, hateful Eight. Eight. Hateful Eight. Would that be considered a heist yeah, movie? I mean, that's
0: another heist gone right. wrong. There we go. That's another heist. I gone love right. heist gone wrong. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, because they try to get the guy. They try to get the girl out of the. Uh, uh, she was about to be hung, or something. Right. Like but
2: if that, you right? but if but if you think about it, every heist film is a heist gone wrong. That's what makes a heist film.
0: Well, the last heist is the heist gone wrong. Well, like think right. about it, Eleven, all they, the oceans. Actually, all the, oceans the movies Eleven was, was successful. Yeah, heist. They, all of our yeah, all true. of the movies that we picked for number one for our number ones are heist. all heist movies gone wrong. Yeah, the yeah. ones that we didn't even fucking like mention are all all heist, heist, heist right. gone right. Yeah. They all have gone right. Uh, Fast and Furious gone right. Um... That's why I don't really like how, uh, Fast and Furious because it's always like, you know they're like, gonna oh, win. Oh, I got yet. one up on you, kind of shit. It's like, oh, you oh, oh, we got them. But says, oh, we knew that you were gonna try to get us here. It's like that fucking Bill and Ted shit, where it was like, okay, we're gonna go in the past and we're gonna put the keys here, kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man, you guys thinking that much? You guys playing chess to this fucking level? You so guys, then, are I have a second
2: teams. honorable mention, which is Logan Lucky, which recently came out. See, I haven't seen that's that. A, movie. That's a redneck heist film and it's actually a heist gone right.
0: Really? Oh, you see.
2: Wait, would you call the town a heist gone right? No, because people spoiler alert, they died at the end. Well, they died, but it was like the right people needed to die. Really? Yeah, it was like the asshole brother that died. Ben Affleck gets away at the end. So I don't think it's a heist gone wrong. Is Indiana Jones considered a heist film? It's yes, a bunch of people definitely. stealing and a very valuable thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: the, I, I don't think any other adventure ever, movies, but still, I don't think nobody's ever like thought of Indiana Jones. I never thought of Indiana Jones as a heist movie, but I always think, you know, it's, it's an adventure movie, mm-hmm. but that is definitely a heist movie. I mean, if we want to open up the gates, we could say every rom-com is a heist movie because they're trying to steal somebody's heart. I said it. Where's the camera at? Where the camera I said it. Wow. I said it.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: I said it. So, Speaking love to the camera. Yeah. went there. Alright, what else do we have? <laughs> what else do we got going on? Oh,
0: what else is in I the think
2: I think that's about it.
0: Yeah, that's about it. We have 44 minutes. Um oh, the Netflix. Oh, the, the Netflix.
2: <laughs> Let's
1: talk about the Netflix. You sound like my grandma. The Netflix the Netflix.
0: How do you um, work this internet? How you work this in... check this. Uh Netflix has released like I don't know what came over them. I don't know if they wanted to make like the Golden Globes or something, but they released like a whole bunch of shit before the New Year's. Uh they released Bright that uh awesome. is mixed. They got mixed
2: reviews. Is it uh, mixed? Or is it like 90% bad, 10% Nah, No, man.
0: Nah, it's really mixed, man, because I watched it um, Some of the mixed was pretty much the people who are on the negative side for the most part are saying like, oh, I don't like how they're trying to portray uh, uh, portray like ogres as like you know black people. You know that's where that's where and I believe that I'm like okay, I don't like that shit. But if you because what's that dude's name? Not man, what's that fucking rapper's name? Rap Chance the rapper. Mm -hmm. Now he he uh, he. I mean he voiced his opinion. On uh, social media, saying like he doesn't like that because they were saying like uh, you know ogres, they're, they're portraying ogres as uh, black people and the whole thing about uh, it's just where well, they're nothing alike. Ogres are stronger than uh, humans. Ogre, or all these other stuff like that, but it's nothing like that. Um, I was like, okay, cool. I totally got that. I didn't get that until like when I was watching the movie and I saw that that shit was happening. I'm like, well, this is some fucked up shit. But then, in the in the beginning of the movie, you you see that there was black people who, and you see Spanish people who acting like stereotypical L A. nineteen nineties black people and Latino people, like they were from like fucking uh, do the right thing kind of shit. Whoever wrote the script by by the way, who the dude who wrote the script was the same dude who came out with uh, Chronicles. Oh. Yeah, and that dude's a douchebag. He's a douchebag. (laughs) But the thing I liked about Bright is that it's the promise of it. You know what I mean? It's like it had promise because the whole thing I was thinking about is like, I was thinking about the potential. That's what it is, the potential that it could have been because I was thinking Alien Nation, that only one season came out with the whole thing about aliens coming down to Earth and then they started assimilating to uh, the human race and stuff like that, you know, and, you know. Some of them became cops and shit like that. It was only one season. I remember watching that show and I enjoyed it. So my whole thing is that I thought it was going to be like, okay, maybe on the police force they're going to be like uh, they're going to be like some type of like fairies. I'm not talking about gay people. I'm talking about actual fairies or something like that. And
1: uh, (laughs) it's sad that you had to clarify that. I had to clarify. I had to
0: clarify because it needed to be. You know, I thought they were going to be like other type of monsters and shit who are going to be on the police force. Who, who are basically going to be like, uh, oh, shit, you know, we're, we're here to protect the, the innocent kind of shit. But that's not what they showed. That is not what they showed. What they showed was just that it was like the beginning of what I believe was going to happen. So if they're going to come out with part two, I hope we're going to see like at least five, six, seven years in the future where there's like more than one orc on the police force. And we see like more of a jail. Like, okay, we have orcs on the police force, we have gnomes, because gnomes are known for making stuff. They're mechanics, they can build stuff. Uh, We have fairies, uh, the, the race kind, the race fairies. We have, oh, that just made myself seem like a bad person, no disrespect. But, you know, we have, like, different <laughs> types of uh, <laughs> no, no, things No disrespect to <laughs> mythical creatures. <laughs> to to <laughs> mythical creatures. <laughs> to you mythical but, you creature know, watching. I, I want to see that kind of shit because it just seemed like it was a whole bunch of hate in that fucking movie, man, for what it was. And, dude, and uh, the dude who played the orc, that dude played dumb, dog. <laughs> he played so way too dumb. dumb, dude. I was like, yo, you need to smarten up, dude. The guy who wrote the script made the guy fucking dumb as fuck, man. And... Nobody's that dumb, dog. You're, you're <laughs>
1: writing me of like, uh, the, the, what, like George from from Mice and Men of Mice and Men. Oh, okay, like, is it is it okay if I do this, George? Can I do yeah, this? Yeah, man. I was like, dude, oh, no, stop God, that. Dude.
0: It yeah, it was it was just a little too much, man. But I hope I hope like later on they uh, go into the future or just take the script from that guy, man, and have somebody else write it because I can see anyone turning the script into something. Uh, fucking glorious I mean even uh, Kristen Wig can turn this thing just think about it man that she did
2: stretch. That... <laughs> I, I find it interesting that the guy who directed this is oh. the same guy who directed Suicide Squad and it's oh. like it's happening again where like the reviews are so polarizing like the fanboys liked it the critics hated it
0: well I mean it's a Netflix movie and that's another thing you guys gotta uh, grade this movie at a curve because this is basically like a made-for-TV movie that was just a lot of money. This is a made-for-TV movie, so it's not made for, like, movie theaters, even though it has the movie theater quality. This is for made-for-TV, made-for-your-home. Watch it at your house. Watch at your leisure. You're not taking that big of a hit, because you're paying $10 a, a month. $15. Now. $15 a month for this. Oh, my God. 15 fucking dollars a month. And on top of that, I mean, this is probably going to be, like, the the 100 the 100 thing that you've watched on uh Netflix so it's like at a penny or some shit like that. Well,
1: here's the thing. The reason I liked it cuz it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting it to be 100% complete trash like mm-hmm. Wild Wild West 2.0 like horrible. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it and I was like, you know, pleasantly surprised. But Will Smith is playing the same character that he always plays. Yeah. But the story, I like the the um the mythical creatures aspect of the storyline, the supernatural aspect of it, I like that, and that's what was interesting to me. And visually, you know, the effects that they were using, it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool, I can I can mess with this movie.
0: Yeah, is it, it was uh, I mean, for the people who who hate it for, without without actually watching it, give it a watch, just watch it. If you if you if you like the movie uh, Training Day, also. uh the Watch, I think that's the name of the movie, mm. with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the name of the movie, right? Watch, The Watch? Yeah, I think There's so. There's a movie that he came out with, it's called The Watch or some shit. It was Jake Gyllenhaal, and it was another guy, and everything was like a uh, POV camera. Everything had a POV. Is
1: it End of Watch?
0: End of Watch, yeah. that's the name of the movie. It was End of Watch. If you like those movies and everything like that, uh, it is pretty. it was pretty good. Oh, Netflix, and we also find out that Netflix—they uh, also signed off on the the sequel to Bright, um, without Max Landis.
2: Max Landis wrote Bright. That's a dude from sexual uh, assault allegations. That's a dude from what you call it. You right? You didn't mention mm-hmm. that. You said it was mm-hmm. the same guy that directed that wrote uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. That dude's a fucking douchebag.
1: <laughs> and he's got sexual allegations. Yeah, Bro, it, so I go. mean,
0: if somebody—if he's not uh, if he's not on it, it's already a good movie. <laughs> the fact
2: that he's not on You know he's the son of John Landis Who directed like the thriller music video uh, Who directed an American Werewolf in London Like well, you know, crazy talent. famous director Talents gets crazy generation. everybody who Like uh, I listened to a
0: podcast uh, On the How To Network And there was someone on there Jack O'Brien He said that he met He met Jack La- uh, Landis Not Jack Landis John. John Landis And he said that Yeah I've met him like three times And the first time I met him, he was a fucking asshole. And then I had to meet him the second time. And I was like, oh, maybe that was just, you know, he had a bad day. He said, but this was like two, like three weeks later. Another asshole. He said, third time, he was just, he said, a bigger asshole. He says, which shocked me because there's no possible way that you could have beat being an asshole from the first time I met you. But then you just did for the third time. So this guy, he already, I'm like, yo. Three three encounters, I've never met someone three times, and all three times, they've been an asshole to me three times. Maybe once. Second time, I'm going to check you. Third time, dude, I'm like, okay, this is your nature, man. If this is your nature, I'm, we're done, bro. <laughs> this is it. Like, that's, that's it. And that's the thing, man. Uh, I've never seen a picture of this guy, and I don't think I ever want to look at a picture of him. I know how assholes look, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um yeah. oh uh Black Black Moon, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Black Mirror re- uh, released on Netflix as well and um not a lot of people are filling this season of Black Mirror. Thank
1: you for like think oh. Delgado. He looks like a he fucking bo- he rat, He does dude. look like <laughs> He looks like an asshole.
0: <laughs> oh my god, he looks privileged, though. <laughs> He looks like somebody who who walks on water, not because he not because of hard work, but it's because he just walking on people's fucking back and shit like that. But uh Black Mirror Rules was released. And not a lot of people are feeling you know what? A lot of people are feeling this yeah, season they of are. Black Mirror. But it was just like the people who are not feeling it are voicing their opinions. They're who voicing isn't these their opinions. Days? They're, Everyone's they're, voicing their opinions. You know, we're no voicing one, our opinions even, right now. Yeah. Even when
2: no one's asking. Yeah.
0: But um, I really enjoyed this season of Black Mirror, even though I fell asleep on one episode. Yeah, me too. And I think it was the episode about the the relationship one. There was an episode about the relationship that was like, uh, if you go on this app, it'll show how long your relationship is going to last.
1: I actually liked that one. I didn't see it. I thought, I thought thought <laughs> the I thought the idea behind that one was like... Just kind of speaking to where we're going to now the with Tinder and everything. idea is fucking like, yeah. amazing. The yeah. idea
0: was fucking amazing. But it was like I was trying to watch a back to back kind of thing. The uh, first episode, that was about um that was the about space
1: a, exploration. That one was good. Game. And they're thinking about turning that one into yeah. a spinoff. That that's definitely a standalone show. Could
0: yeah. Like, that that one and the the actress on there, I loved her, man. I, I like her the I mom. like I yeah. like her big eyes, man.
1: The she mom from eyes. How I Met Your Mother.
0: Nah, I don't watch that show. I don't watch that show.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna go in this there, corner here.
0: But she was on, uh, she was on uh, Thirty Rock, and uh, she, yeah, yeah, she's
1: hot for sure. But
0: uh, oh, my bad. Um, that's Me Too movement. That's what the Me Too movement was all about. Me saying that we, I can't we, say we that respect her you know body. What? I can work. say that she's hot, bro. She's hot. She's, she's hot. an attractive. Young she's lady. also a great actress too. But that said, she's hot, bro. <laughs>
1: Your next bet You're going down this year 2018 <laughs> That's what Brought I'm saying to you He said I Corona. was hot
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know man Was that a fresh lime in there?
1: Mm-hmm. It was when he first got yeah. it Yeah
0: <laughs> Put it in there Boop 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 So um, That one was good But the, the The last episode Was The best episode Of this season Because um, It was It was like It was one of those it was a variety show inside of a variety show because it it dealt with like uh, multiple stories inside that one story and shit like that so that one was fucking brilliant i'm not going to i lie. didn't want that one to end i did not want it to end
1: i'm not going to lie i watched the walking dead i watched american horror story that was the first thing that made like i watched that made me cringe oh that yeah that episode dude. i don't want to we're not giving thing, it away people. but
0: it, uh yeah, there's people in here who have who haven't seen the the this season of uh <laughs> of Black Mirror, so we don't want to give it away, but the last episode of this season was the best episode. Um There was an episode that everybody's on right now. It's the whole black and white episode with the uh, the robot shit. That one was um it was heartbreaking. The ending was heartbreaking because then we find out why they died for it was what they died for it was like, oh my god. Sometimes you just gotta t- <sighs> it was like one of those come on, are you fucking serious? But
1: <sighs> But when you watch the the last episode, it kinda ties in with that one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Everything you is you guys are talking in code. We're talking in code we because to. we don't wanna we don't yeah. wanna
0: spoil it for you guys. Because you know, we, I really show. want you guys like, to watch. Remember the really episode you, you know,
2: with yeah. the guy and no, he really, thing the, and is, I think I went to sleep on two episodes goes to, to be that honest. Place. With
0: you. I think I went to sleep on two episodes. Which and, which one was the one with the, the little girl who had the chip in her head? You
2: just hyped up the show and then just admitted that you fell asleep twice. But it was like five episodes, so three
0: we're
1: good. That episode was brutal though.
0: That episode was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to we're going to continue since you guys <laughs> haven't seen that one and we're going to talk about Chappelle releasing his uh special, his two specials. <clears throat> and there was some controversy all over these two specials. Not not over these two specials, but, j- but just basically the last one. Um he yeah. released because the last one dealt with uh the whole me too thing and the the whole Louis CK and at one point in his stand up he called the uh, he called the women who 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 uh who were complaining and saying stuff about the, the 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 rape allegations or the sex allegations sexual assault allegations against Louis CK he called them weak and the reason why he the reason <laughs> the fuck I'm a uh, Le Pew over here that's wrong uh, animation but uh <laughs> and it's offensive to french people <laughs> yeah whoops my bad uh the reason why he said that is basically because um he compared the woman's movement to you know the black movement and uh if uh, you know Martin Luther King if he said he had a dream and if his dream would have been halted just by uh somebody masturbating on the phone say we wouldn't be here right now which I'm like okay I I saw his point but some people didn't see that point they were like no you can't compare struggles you can because I just did it it's it's like you, it's like people says oh that's apples and oranges they're both fruits right they're both struggles so you could compare compare that much but at one point, he did say something about say, "Yeah, uh, she said Louis C.K. masturbated while I was on the phone and she like He said, "Bitch, you don't know how to hang up a phone." <laughs> and I found it funny. Sorry. I found it funny. I was like, that's that's fucking hilarious." Because I'm like, if somebody was masturbating on the phone, I would hang up. Like, oh shit, my bad. I caught you at the wrong time. I hung up the phone. I'm a comedian. Makes some make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing about. Him asking to masturbate in front of you While blocking the door That's over the fucking top man I'm calling I'm calling somebody For real Because But yeah man I don't know I think I'm just digging myself into a hole
2: Yes you are For sure For sure
0: (laughs) But you know what
2: I'm comfortable
0: with my answer dog. Because as far as I know it It's fucked up It's fucked up But at because I'm seeing... I'm viewing this as a guy. Because I am a guy. So, I know that... Um,
1: you just, yo, just got to rub I, one out. Nobody's
0: you know? going to do... No, no. Not like that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like... You know... I know it because I'm like... Oh, nobody's ever going to... Like, do some shit like that to me. Because I'm mm-hmm. like... No. Nah, no fucking way. I'm not going to have that shit. But... I sympathize with women because... You know... As a black man, I know that... Yo. I could be in a situation... That is beyond my control, kind of shit. So I sympathize with that. I, I'm like, damn, you know that 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 be fucked up because you have no control over that shit. And even if you do try to fight back, you're gonna be overpowered. So I can see that shit happening, like if uh, if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time, kind of shit. And I'm like, oh, if I'm telling like uh, I'm talking to a cop or something, and he thinks that I've done something wrong because that shit has happened to me. Like, shit, go back from like high school when the fucking cop thought I stole, like, a chick's purse. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. uh said, so I was at school. I go to school over here. And he basically put me at, like, a school that was, like, 10 miles away where I was at a bus stop. And I'm like, yo, I don't even go to that school. I said, I was at this school. And he was like, oh. He said, oh, you're sweating like a pig. I'm like, oh, I just came from playing sports. And he, he was like, oh, yeah. And he fucking put me in the interrogation room for, like, I think it was like 3 or 4 hours kind of shit until one of the witnesses actually said that oh no that's not him that's not the guy. I'm like yeah. So I can see that shit like I can see that that moment being taken to extremes that uh you know I mean I wasn't going to get raped or anything like that but you know it's like uh it's fucked up and I'm gonna shut up right now but not after I take another swig of this because this is the reason. For the
1: no, but I feel like the point one of the points that he was getting to was um, like personal responsibility because if you look at it like like you were saying, if she's on the phone and this guy's doing his business, you'd be like, all right click she I'm the gone
0: job, from what they're saying is that she wanted the job you want a job that
1: bad that, are you gonna sit there and listen to some dude
0: would you let a nope. would you let a, a woman
1: oh sorry continue
0: would you let a woman just like She's a higher boss than you. She's a little older than. She's a lot older than you. She doesn't look that that good. Would you let her masturbate in front of you? No. For a raise?
1: No. I wouldn't. You know, and it comes down to all
2: this stuff is going to be edited out. <laughs> I would. This is
1: all gone. If
0: if if she if just want to show, man, I blaze.
1: Battle play at ball, it, bro. <laughs> Have at it. I'm like, yo. I'm like, do you, maybe. ma'am. This is wrong what you're doing. Probably.
0: I don't gotta look at you? Go ahead then. Go ahead. Have at it. Because you know what? I'm a goddamn gentleman. <laughs> when it comes down to it.
2: You notice the reaction in the room when you said that.
0: It's all for the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh I mean God. it may be funny to me. I know it's not funny to y'all, but I don't give a flying fuck, man. <laughs>
1: Give a fuck I do give a fuck But not at this moment
2: And I think that's about it guys <laughs> Yeah okay. that's been our episode yeah, ladies better, and gentlemen Cut it right there
0: That's been our episode ladies and gentlemen Yeah
2: I've been Pat yo This was Cav Very uh, <laughs> We gotta thank uh, our special guest over here Kevin As well thank
1: Thanks for having me guys That's awesome
2: We gotta thank Dogado. Delgado in the back right there Ooh. Say your piece He This is We're here <laughs> We're at his place He's filming Yeah He has he's the light he's a, he's a multiple camera person And yep. he's like Looking up stuff on his laptop He can actually Getting notes for these, us
0: These lights right here man He changed these lights for us
2: He's the one man show
0: Yeah Got our got our
1: thing up here I'm pretty sure Delgado's Is running for president in 2020 Yep 2020 Delgado Vote for him Delgado and Oprah
0: Ooh that's a good card yo Right yeah. <laughs>
1: Got the Spanish vote, the black vote.
0: Yeah, everything, man. Female vote. Yeah, definitely got that female vote. That's the one. That's the one that matters.
1: Mm.
0: Me too. I've been passed. I'm out. (laughs) Dude, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the the thing. I'm hold up. No, no, hold up. Here's the thing, man. I'm gonna put this down real quick.
1: It's about to get real.
0: I just don't know how to navigate through this situation, dog. Like, through this whole thing. Because it doesn't matter what you say. Everything has to be serious. Everything, it can't be taken as a joke. You Everything has to be serious. Because it's like, yo, no, nah, no, nah, this is what's happening. This is what happened. And I'm always like, yeah, yo, that's fucked up what's happening. That's fucked up what's happening. If I find out that that shit happens, like... I'm going to be pissed just just like you. I may even try to like, if if I find out that it happens to any of my friends or some shit like that, I'm going to be pissed with her kind of shit. And I'm going to try to get up to the next level of like, yo, we got to do some fucking shit. Do you want to roll up to his house or some shit or do you want to do anything like that? But with that same being said, I'm a type of person that I laugh at everything. Stupid, dumb shit, fucked up shit happens to me and I fucking laugh at that shit. So it just to me is like damn why why can I not laugh at this now it's like you're taking away that shit from me cuz yo I don't want to constantly be fucking serious about everything in the world kind of cuz this world is already serious as it is we live we live in the fucking world of a 24 hour news uh news cycle right everything is happening fucking people are dying in other countries i find out about it because i'm online everything is happening i got fucking family members who are sick they're over here fucking cracking jokes Even though it's like damn they don't even have much to live But they go over here fucking cracking jokes Dude I got family members and friends I've dated chicks who've been Sexually assaulted And they've laughed at the shit And in the past I was like Damn you can laugh at it And then I just chuckle at it because I'm like yo You know it's, it's their It's their story they're telling me this shit I'm fucking hurt I'm pissed off what can I do? I can't do anything at this moment. I could tell them, yo, you could do this shit. You could do that shit. But then they're just going to, you know, just brush it off. Say, yeah, I've, I've grown past it. I'm more stronger than that shit. And I'm like, wow, you, you're a better person than I am. Because I can never do some shit like that. But all I know is me. I can laugh about shit. I can be serious about some shit. But don't tell me that I can't do none of that shit. And I could just, all I have to do is just sit down and be quiet and just, like, shut the fuck up. Because if you telling me to do that shit, I'm going to tell you, no, you should shut the fuck up. Because that's just the type of person that I am. And uh, once again, I don't give three fucks, two turtle doves, and a partridge and a pear tree. And that's me, Pat. That's my opinion. Yo, because that's what it is, man. Because it's like everybody gets so fucking, uh, like, ass hurt over that shit, man. And that shit always pisses me off because remember that post that I made? I'm bringing this shit up again, yes. I made a post about a girl being sexually harassed. I got fucking, not sexually harassed, I got fucking harassed online for that shit. But it felt like the harassment that I received was basically like conversation that other people have had with other people that they did not complete, so they wanted to complete it on me. So they completed on me. It was a full completion on me. I got nutted all over me. Because they were full completed And I was like What the fuck is this coming from Fucking pissed That shit just doesn't make Any fucking sense to me And those are my thoughts I've been pat again Once again I'm saying that once again So I'm not gonna say anymore You know I got something to not the strip <laughs> Yeah that's it You got anything to say Or uh, I'm, I'm on the ledge I mean I'm on I, my own right
1: here I legit understand what Jim Helper on the office feels like now it's just like
0: yo that's that's where <laughs> i am man
1: that's it yo shoot, shoot people them. don't
0: want you to yo it's like in this world we live in nobody wants you to to feel the way that you feel you have to feel you have to you have to be in line before in at a in the past it was like oh you have to be in line in the workplace you have to be in line and shit like this but now everything is like emotional based it's like, oh, you have to feel this way towards this shit. You have to feel this way towards this shit. You have to, oh, if you don't feel this way, why don't you feel this way? Then once you give them your opinion, if it doesn't align with their opinion, you're wrong. So that shit is always like, what the fuck is happening? If I don't feel the way that you don't, if if I don't feel the way that you, you feel I'm wrong, fuck out of here, man. People have different uh, different opinions, different feelings. I grew up in a different time than you. I grew up. A different place than you You have privileges I have privileges I can say the word nigga You can't Get over it And that's me He's been Pat I've been Pat once again For the fourth Fourth time I've been Pat
1: In case you didn't know
0: <laughs> Fourth time Fourth time On the fifth low
1: <laughs> Good night everybody <laughs> Godspeed And good luck <laughs> You're gonna need good luck When you're editing this Good God I'm not gonna
0: edit none of this All this shit is staying in All of it is staying in All of
1: it He just went on Kanye West like rant <laughs> like, All of it All of it is staying Donald, I'm fucking loud right now Cause Donald all Trump of it is staying brother, in like, like,
0: <laughs> 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 Oh God Yeah I got something to say Cause I'm about to
2: hit the pause button Go this ahead. is our first video episode. Our first episode, and Pat already had his own breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> On the very What you put in this corona, corona bro? <laughs> Just lying, bro. <laughs> that's all I was asking. I don't know if that's a I fresh need, line. I'm fucking hungry, man.
0: I'm fucking hungry, man. I need a I need that's a That's what it was. You were
2: hangry the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're hang your uh hangry
2: sparked this. You one want a Snickers? Bait.
0: Nah, but you know what we can order like uh, a cheese pizza,
2: though? Let's do some veggie pizzas.
0: I can eat a pizza
2: cheeser. <laughs> a pizza cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza
1: cheeser? <laughs> oh, my God. I've been packed <laughs> once again.
2: <laughs>
1: Yo, we didn't even get a t-shirt. It just says <laughs> I've been packed.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>